0: today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash comics online over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iphone android kindle or mp3 player Jay, what we're doing right now is what we call the the cold open so don't judge us too harshly like this is all you, like, you, oh am i sending you
1: am i sending, I'm, you, I'm am like, I'm I'm just, sending you a
0: file Mike? no i got it man i found it okay yeah, we, we do this just kinda like bullshit in the beginning, listen to music, talk about dumb shit, and then, then we get started once the theme music hits. I like it. I'm yeah. I'm gonna
2: have to I'm gonna have to use this on, on my podcast.
0: Yeah, Jay is um, is working with me, Kevin, on my other project, um, with Rock Deep Radio. Okay. And uh, he just hosted what's the, what's the name of that show? Is it just called Rock Deep Radio? Well he just hosted his own show last night. And what are we calling that show, Jay?
1: The Love Hour.
0: Oh come on, say it like you did last night on the episode. <laughs>
2: The love hour.
0: There it is. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It, it like relationship after, shows. After I
2: listened to it this morning, it sounded super creepy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You got. You got to work on it a little bit. Like you got to go more Barry White for it. Like.
2: Right. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I was sounding like some kind of demented sexual demon.
0: Well, I mean, if that's what you're going for, I mean, that might work. So.
2: It wasn't. It was sort of unintentional. But hey, we'll we'll see what the the
1: response is like cool all right so tonight we're going to be talking about uh iron fist Hell and yeah. uh and, and mike's got a uh, a particular uh He's he's got an interesting aspect of Star Wars that he wants to talk about, so we're gonna yeah. we're gonna hit
0: that up too. And uh, Mike, you all ready? Um, I am, but I do want to pull something up here too because I want to pull up the article that I just wrote about Iron Fist. Because okay. if you're the type of person who likes to listen to words that people say, but you also like to read those words that they wrote, you can check what? out. My, I know, right? Multifaceted here. Uh, you can check out my article that I just wrote, my review of the Netflix series Iron Fist which is on comicsonline.com. Why are we even talking about comicsonline.com? Well, because they're everything geek pop culture, you silly goose. Yeah, and we are. this is the Comics Online podcast, as a matter of fact. So I'm, as I'm pulling this article up, so I'm ready to read portions of it if, while we're discussing it. The Comics yeah. Online podcast starts right now. Roll it.
3: converting earthly language into a thrust. As you kneel before Azawa, Legend of Zelda's turned to dust. Podcasting from the future like your time was dead and gone. And we rock the best site like comicsonline.com. Level 12 cybernetics, vibranium power acts. You communicate with snail mail while we wireless and that We are more than E.C.I.s. as We descend to blow your spot. You're a copy of better tech like, like your, your name was GoBots. you hoping for iTunes, but little noob, you in, in the danger zone. zone. We're all the best leaders like Sir Pinter on his throne. Written by Stanley the Man, don't you ever try to serve the new guys of this book like we we drawn by Jack Kirby. Thunder like Sinistar in consumer culture, then Galactus. Final Fantasy domination with our super geeky tactics. From the days of Marconi to buffing loud and best in city. You can hear us on every radio, stolen and vice C. From leaping tall builders to going off like gamma bombs. Switch your internet browser to ComicsOnline.com.
1: Hello again, and welcome to the Comics Online Podcast, Season 17, Episode 14. I'm your host, Kevin Goswan, and with me today, as usual, is my co-host, Mike Lunsford. Hello, everybody.
0: And with us today, Mike, I- introduce your new friend. Well, I've got a special guest tonight. Uh, he's a podcaster as well, and we're going to give him a chance to plug all of his awesome stuff that, his, uh, that he does. But his name is Jeremy Lee, and in fact... We're so excited to have him. I mean, you that There's throngs of people here that are just losing their mind, as you can hear, just just like <laughs> chanting oh my God, his thank name. You. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Jeremy, tell, tell us real quick what you do, man. Like, what, where if if when they hear your voice and they're like, "Damn, I got to get me some more of that." Where can they hear you?
2: Uh, they can hear me on uh, my sports podcast, uh, which is called Barbershop Talk. Uh, you can uh, get the latest episodes on iTunes now. We've uh, we've evolved a little bit as a podcast, so we're we are now on SoundCloud and iTunes, and you can hear me on Rock Deep Radio with uh, with you, sir. Yeah, that's and, right. Uh, and the rest, and then the rest of the Rock Deep Radio family. You know, we're we're putting a little something together. So, uh, so yeah, come get some.
0: <laughs> we nice. are, yeah. Jeremy is. Um... We've been working together for a few weeks on a on a little side project that I've been uh, that I've been doing here, um, in conjunction with my work with Comics Online. Um, so, I mean, it's just always exciting to meet other people who are of the same mindset that, that are passionate about uh, wanting to be on the radio, wanting to podcast, wanting to talk about the things that they love. So, I, I figured he would be a perfect uh, addition to our show this evening.
2: I I am super sized, excited, happy joyous well thank, you, you, for uh, I'll, I'll, thank I'll, you for being I'll here
1: thank you for being here jeremy
2: yeah you're, you're you guys the show is dope like i've been trying to keep up with it on a weekly basis and uh I'm, I'm definitely excited to uh be joining you guys
1: excellent so hey so so this uh this episode we've this is our our second episode this week we've already got uh episode 13 with uh with troy david and uh and and mark les we talk a little bit oh, nice. about i was trying to to go and talk a little about a bit about iron fist because uh, you know troy is a an advanced uh you know martial artist um and so i thought oh you know i'm th- gonna talk to him about this we talked about lots of martial arts we never talked about iron fist really we really diverged <laughs> we, we diverged and started talking about other yeah. marvel characters and we talked you know we talked comics and we talked uh you know a little bit of um uh, you know comic characters in other media um but uh but so that uh that show will also come out uh here shortly
0: okay.
1: um and um Anyway, uh, we're, we're going to get back to talking to Troy about that, but but this th- this episode, uh, we're going to be talking about Iron Fist and also a little bit about Star Wars, yeah. as I as I said in the uh, the the intro there. But first, Mike, uh, f- first of all, um, Matt Ernacker, yes, our uh, our managing editor here at Comics Online went and reviewed uh, a pre-release of the first six episodes mm-hmm. of Iron Fist on Netflix. And, uh, you know, and he thought, well, he, he gave it a, a three out of five. Yeah. You know, he said it had it, it had its problems. And then Mike went and, and watched it as well, watched the whole thing. And he just published a, a review of the entire season one. And that's what we're here to talk about today. So, yeah. so Mike, why don't you give the listeners uh, what your thoughts were?
0: A little taste, if you will. Because you can read this yourself. Again, this would be comicsonline.com. It's right there on the front page because it's the most recently written article that we've done. Um, overall, let me give you kind of like my, my quick hitter on this, like my, my final review. I gave, it, I, I gave it three out of five stars just like Matt did. I said... Um, I said the pieces are there. I feel like Finn Jones, um, who was uh, the lead, who played uh, Danny Rand slash Iron Fist, he could do this character justice. And Jessica Henwick, who plays Colleen Wing, that with her, the two of them could really do some great things in, in season two. Um, they've showed some stuff in season two that we're going to see that are going to be pretty awesome if done properly. Um, but overall, there was just a lot of problems with this show. Um, I think the problem is, is when you're looking at all of the other Netflix things that they've done, is there's, they were so good. And because they were so good, this one looks so bad in comparison. It's really not that bad. It's watchable. I mean, some people, I mean, there are people that are actually comics o- online alum who are like, I can't even watch this shit. I'm done. And they just Chelsea. bailed on it completely. Chelsea. Like, <laughs> I, and, yeah, she was just like, F this. and Just, like, completely bailed she, on it.
1: She, she promised somebody. She promised one of her friends to give it two episodes. And she watched one episode. And she was like, I can't. Yeah. I just can't.
0: Yeah. I mean, it <laughs> wow. was. It was. There were parts that were really, really bad. Like, okay. And, and the thing is, is a lot of people, and, the, and I, I think this is just from people who are not familiar with the industry in general. And you see this a lot. Like, for instance, a perfect example, and this is a great tie-in because we're going to be talking about Star Wars later. A lot of people ripped Jake Lloyd and Hayden Christensen, who played Anakin Skywalker in the prequels, for their performances. Oh, they were wooden. Oh, they were cheesy. Oh, they were this. Oh, they were that. You can only do so much when you have shit dialogue. And that's, <laughs> and that's the same thing that happened to Danny Rand in this one. Finn Jones, like, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, you, you've seen the guy there. You know that he's not a horrible actor. You know that the guy can act. But he wasn't given anything to work with because anytime time – and the way I described it, I said, I said this, like, as I'm watching this show, like, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat when something cool happens. I get all excited, and I'm like, oh, here comes the payoff. Here comes the payoff. And then nothing fucking happened. Like he would say, like, oh, somebody would say to him, Danny, why are you so angry, Danny? Why did you do this? Why did you do that? And he's like getting ready to say, and his mouth opens, and the words are about to come out, and I'm like, oh shit, here it comes. And then he's like, I can't, never mind. And you're like, you son of a bitch! Like, <laughs> just tell us why it happened. And nothing, never happened. And it's not the actor's fault. No, you it's know not.
1: the 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 showrunners, the uh, the the writers, the producers, the directors. You know, I, I it the the, the, bl- the blame lies somewhere in there. And I kind of want to go all the way back to the writers because you know, uh, if if the dialogue isn't there, if, if the words aren't there for him to say, uh, you know, to, to say the right words to make his uh, his character likable and and not wooden as you describe, yeah. Um, then then what is what is a director to do?
0: Well, and like it gets okay. So and we didn't do it. So this is kind of retroactive. But uh, big fucking spoiler alert because we're gonna blow this shit to pieces if you haven't watched it. Okay. Like I'm going to I'm going to ruin everything. I don't give a fuck. I've said this on every show that we've done on Comics Online, on Comics Online Pirate Radio. I made up a whole new podcast called I Don't Give a Fuck About Spoilers just so I could tell people that I don't give a fuck about spoilers because if you don't watch it and and okay, first off, here's my point with all of this. It doesn't matter what actually happens in the story. It's execution that is the most important part, okay? These people who are like, oh, well, you can't spoil it for me. It doesn't matter because if I tell you, okay, um, oh, it turns out that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. What? Exactly, right? So that That in itself right there, that in itself right there is, is pretty surprising. You're like, damn, wow. But if you don't know that, like, there's an epic lightsaber duel, like, over top of a chasm – and Luke gets his hand chopped off, and Vader's got him hanging, like danging precariously over this chasm. And then like, hey, listen to this. Obi-Wan, fucking liar. He said that your father died. That's bullshit. I'm your dad. If you didn't know that that's how it transpired, you would just be like, you just figured like Darth Vader, like, you know, space emailed him and was like, oh, hey, by the way, um, I'm your dad. Uh, we should get together and have like, you know, it's like that awkward, like, conversation that, that a sperm donor has with one of his kids, you know? He's like, hey, by the way, I'm your dad. Maybe we could get together, have a coffee, something, like, get to know each other because I, I feel like I don't know you at all. And I, I, re- I heard you blew up the Death Star. That's pretty fucking impressive, man. Like, we should hang out.
1: And and Luke is like, man, these Nigerian prince emails <laughs> are getting
0: really fucking detailed. Oh, good job, Very nice. I just, like, it, either way, what I tell you in this next couple of paragraphs that I'm going to discuss in my story, if you hear me say this, and you're like, well, fuck, I don't want to watch uh, this show now, it, then that's on you. And you're missing out on some really good things. Because some of the things that I'm going to reveal are actually the best parts of this show. For instance, there is a an interaction with one of the characters. The guy's name is Davos. Davos was, in my opinion, the best character in this entire series. They never, I agree.
1: They never call him steel serpent and yet no. he's credited as steel serpent yeah and that was like a little i think that was a
0: little easter egg it's like there's things. something that that didn't get past the editing stage yeah oh wait you mean you mean this thing didn't get properly done you mean what <laughs> you mean this was rushed or it wasn't handled properly <laughs> no fucking way no oh.
1: not it should Iron have been Fist. way better than it was
0: it's, i mean it, i i enjoyed it way better than you did
1: or ch- certainly chelsea did yeah um but but it it had so much more potential than it, it did. Th- than they realized.
0: And that's the thing is I didn't – I didn't hate it. I didn't – I wasn't mad at it. I wasn't like this sucked. No, I enjoyed it. I really did because if I hated it, I would have bailed on it. And I said that in the article too. I've bailed on things before. I've tried to watch series and I was like this is stupid. I'm out. You know? Um Okay, Walking Dead is a perfect example. I'm like, fuck this. I'm not doing this anymore. Um, But Iron Fist was completely different. Walking
1: Dead is so good right now, Mike.
0: uh, Fuck you. I don't even care. Um, But like Davos. Okay, so Davos was, again, in my opinion, the best character in this entire series. And if you would watch it, I think Davos shows up in like episode 9, episode 10. So we're more than halfway through at this point. Davos shows up, and he's seeing Danny doing all of his stupid hipster bullshit, right? And he just literally looks at him. He goes, you were the fucking worst Iron Fist ever. And, like, he was speaking. Davos (laughs) is my spirit animal. Davos was talking for all of us. And he was just like, fuck you, Danny, and fuck your bullshit.
1: Fuck
2: you. I was a better martial artist. I don't know
0: why they chose you. Yeah. It was, oh, man. Jay, what were you trying to say?
2: No, I was going to say, that was the first thing I noticed when Davos was fighting. I was like, that's... Martial artist on this show,
0: yeah, absolutely.
2: Like, like he came in, was kicking ass from the beginning, and then I couldn't, I couldn't really get over the fact that this was the same guy that played in uh, this M- canceled NBC show called Outsourced.
0: Oh, was he
1: really?
2: Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a show. Oh
1: where it, shit, I, I saw like an episode or two of that—a little half-hour thing that came on like after uh, Community.
2: Yeah, when they they sent the the white guy to India to the call center. Yeah, uh, Davos was like the hopeless romantic guy on that show.
0: Oh, was he really? <laughs> nice.
2: Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, holy crap! Look, I'm like, but he was kicking ass and yeah, told, <clears throat> told Danny Rand what what he felt.
0: Well, and and my biggest gripe with that is, is you get so far, he becomes the best character in the show, and there's so much backstory with the two of these guys, and there could have been so much more because like you build on that piece right there that that could have saved the entire series. If you show – because and the way I describe it, I say that if you would used a scene very similar to that part in Kill Bill Volume 2 where uh, Uma Thurman goes to Pai Mei and basically gets her ass kicked for, like, uh, like a 20-minute montage where she's training, if you do that with him and uh, Danny Rand showing them get trained by um, by uh, Lei Kung, that changes everything. All of a sudden, it's interesting. You see – You don't just hear him say, you know, I wish I was the Iron Fist. You see Davos get jealous that Lei Kung, who's also Davos' father, favors Danny and thinks Danny is the better martial artist and is the one uh, that should be the Iron Fist. All of a sudden, this whole thing changes, and then you're setting up for season two. Now, granted, maybe they're going to do that, and season two is going to be a lot better, but you shouldn't have to rely on the possibility (coughs) of another season to make your first season better. I agree. Yeah, and, it was
2: like the first season was a scrimmage. Yeah, basically. Like
0: <laughs> And like it there's and I even said I was like you could have added two lines of dialogue to this shit and it would have made it so much better. And these two What lines, were those two lines, Mike? All Danny had to say was once he gets back to New York, you know, I spent fifteen years learning to control my body, my mind, and my heart, but as soon as I returned home, I was flooded with emotions I wasn't ready to handle. New York is a different place oh shit, now everybody's like, oh, now I understand why he's so out of control. Now I understand why he's so emotional. Or, even better, he says, no matter where I am, New York or Kunlun, I feel like I'm always an outsider. Oh shit, there you go. Like, it's, he was gone for 15 years. He comes back to the place that he grew up, and the shit ain't the same. This building that he used to skateboard in is now, like, his dad's gone. Like, his friends, first off, Okay, I don't even understand why Ward Meechin was his friend because Ward was a dick to him. They're playing Monopoly. He knocks all the money off of there and then blames it on Danny. He's like, I don't know what happened to Danny. It's like, why are you such yeah, a dick, exactly. Ward? It, it like, wasn't like, his how, friend.
1: It was his like you know fake cousin or whatever. You know you know the, you well, know their fathers were friends.
2: A, he called him a, uh, his brother at one point in an episode, and I'm like. Why the fuck would you want this guy to be your bro- your fake brother? Like he kicked you in the dick. Yeah. And, like,
0: yeah. He even said that. God. He's like, he's like, I remember you kicking me in my balls. Like he said that word for word. Like, and, <laughs> and they never explain it. Like, what was he mad at Danny? Like, and and Danny was just okay. First off, the actor Finn Jones said at one point when people were shitting on Iron Fist, he was like, "Well, I think people are mad." At rich white people because of Donald Trump, and I think that that's why the show is getting such bad press. And people were like, "Fuck what? you!" Yeah, I'm serious. He actually said this. He's like, "Because he's a rich billionaire, uh, he's entitled." Like, and that people are automatically saying, "Well, we hate him because they hate Trump." Well, now granted, okay. when,
2: the, when the, in the in in the first episode, I had to ask myself, I was like, "How many rich white guys turn into superheroes? Can we have?" <laughs> In, in the comic book universe. Yeah, let's, like, let's see. fucking insane. Let me give that like nine oh, stars. Because that's,
0: yeah, <laughs> that's the fucking winner of the day. Like, it, it's, he, he said this, okay? And while he's an idiot, first off. Secondly, he's he's kind of on to something. Because, because of that, if he had played, if this character had been written cor- correctly, instead of just like, oh, well, I'm rich and I'm an asshole. And that's what we kind of have to assume. If you're giving him dialogue, if you're showing that he's not an asshole, he just doesn't understand. He's like, you know, I was able to do this when I was a kid. Like the part where he orders the takeout and he's like this is the only takeout that I know because I'm a rich punk ass white kid. <laughs> that was a little bit weird, it, I felt. It was weird. He's from fucking New York. Don't tell me that you don't know about pizza. Like, yeah, oh. Right? And I and I said this in the article too. You want you wanted proof like beforehand some foreshadowing that Davos was going to be a bad guy? Motherfucker doesn't like pizza. Like the only people I know that don't like people pizza are assholes. He was like, he's sitting there eating it. He's like, it's chewy. It's supposed to be chewy, you dick. Like, just eat it. Like, ugh, fucking Davos. Ugh. <sighs> but at any at any rate, like, I mean, I, I ripped on this. Like, I, I I had a lot of gripes with it. Like, you know who I'm I'm fucking sick of? And and she's beautiful and she's very pleasing Claire. to the eye. But I'm sick of seeing Claire's ass. Like, what? Yeah. Okay. And here's why. What? here's why why the hell do we have to keep seeing her are they really going to be that transparent when it comes to how the defenders meet like it's like well oh no there's some horrible thing that's happening and we all have to join forces together but man i really wish i knew some other superheroes like these guys haven't heard of each other which is bullshit like wait a minute let's ask claire she likes banging superheroes like it's
2: i was going to say because i thought her and and the iron fist were going to bang so then him daredevil and luke cage would be eskimo brothers
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh the eskimo brothers well well i
1: didn't i didn't (laughs) remember that was a thing thank you for returning that to my fucking oh you're welcome
0: vocabulary jay jay lee adding uh adding words to our comics online lexicon well done sir um and I even said I was like, "Does she have a thing for people with superpowers? Is it a fetish? Why didn't she bang Iron Fist?" I mean, we all know Cape she chaser. We all know that she's freaky, anyways. I mean, she she's dating Eric Andre, so I mean, like, we know that she's she, into some freaky shit. So
2: she was afraid of Colleen. Colleen would have whooped her ass.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I think anybody in, in general. And I even said that too. I was like, so Danny Rand is supposed to be like the best martial artist in the Marvel universe, right? But I think anybody that we've seen in the Marvel Universe so far that can do martial arts could have kicked his ass. I feel like Colleen Wing could have kicked his ass. Daredevil could have kicked his ass. Black Widow could have kicked his ass. I think Claire probably could have gotten pretty close to kicking his ass. Like, <laughs> I should hope just, It was all me. <laughs> Jessica Jones would just kick his ass by making that, like, wow. s- snooty face that she always makes. Like, you she, know, she's one of those girls that has that perpetual, like, it smells bad face on her all the time, you know? I I have I have one idea here. So
1: okay, everybody's like, "Oh god, Danny Rand, he fucking stinks. Can we just get rid of him?" Maybe. Maybe this is here's an out. Here's an out for Marvel. Yeah. Okay. Perhaps what happens instead is they're like, "Ooh, th- we just fucking just dug ourselves a hole and let's just fill it in real fast." They instead, you know, go with Shang-Chi and do a Shang-Chi story.
0: Huh? As an idea for you. Okay. Well, and here's the thing that I was thinking of, too, because um, my buddy, Ben Shaw, who is an artist, but he's also like a martial arts aficionado. This guy studied martial arts for, uh, for like, years when he was a kid, but like loves martial arts movies, like, just, and just absolutely enthralled by it. He made a lot of really, really good points. He was saying, and he loves Iron Fist, by the way, too. He was basically saying that what we're seeing here is a really, really, really good year one Danny Rand. But they didn't explain that part of the reason why he's having such a problem with his powers and the anger is that he hasn't let go of that like mortal portion of the Iron Fist because he's the immortal Iron Fist. He's still tied to the mortal world. He's still focused on being a punk-ass white kid who has billions and billions of dollars and can do whatever he wants. He has to shed that. And once he sheds that, then he'll understand the anger and be able to embrace it and he'll be able to become that living weapon that he's supposed to be.
2: Well, that was, a, that was a question I had, and maybe you guys can help explain it to me or break it down for me. For a guy that spent 15 years at uh, – what was it? It's Shaolong, right?
0: Or uh, Kunlun. Kunlun, yeah.
2: Kun, Kunlun. For him spending 15 years there, they never once did his parents dying come up in conversation to where they could have got him to deal with it. Because as soon as he came back to New York, it seemed like he was just – Obsessed
0: with it. Well, and I think that he probably wasn't allowed to. Yeah, yeah. That
1: that was my impression as well. Like you know, that was something that was uh, you know he was uh, that you know these these uh, whatever you call them because
2: uh, uh, they weren't monks, were they? No, you Monk, know these these are. monks. Yeah. Yeah,
1: these, yeah, I guess monks. These monks that were training to be weapons um, were uh you were were meant to stifle their emotions and they did say that they did explain that there's one thing that they did explain even though it, that doesn't go along with what we saw with with danny because obviously he was very emotional but you know my my internal <laughs> my head because fucking why don't you explain it to us fuckers
0: exactly um, yeah. my we head sh- cannon that, with, that i have
1: to adopt is uh is that you know once he got back to new york you know, he all all that training went out the window and he's like, ah, you know, culture shock. He's back. You know, he's back home again. And all these emotions, you know, the, the floodgates were released and which is why he was having such problems with his iron fist. Yeah, um, I believe that is what we are meant to to believe.
0: But we shouldn't have to figure that out. We shouldn't have to assume that that's what's happening because all he again, a line of dialogue saying, you know, I trained for 15 years. To rid myself of these things, and I come home, and it's all just flooding back. It's too much to handle because now I don't have. He had the ultimate out. You know, it's easy for him to forget about his parents' death and the fact that he lost billions and billions of dollars when he's in a fucking magical place that he can't leave except for every fifteen years. You know, like yeah. that's it's a it's a perfect example. Like when you're in the army or in any branch of the military, and you're away at basic training, it is so much easier. To forget about all that shit that's way over there, because you have this thing to focus on. I have to get up and I have to do push-ups and I got to run three miles today, and we got to go train at the um, at the firing range. We've got all of these things that we need to do that I need to focus on. That that was the easiest way for him to get over shit. But now, as soon as you go back, all of that drama from your past life is still there. It's not like you just like forget it and you're like, nope, a different person now. No, like it, it makes sense. But again, he never said that. Nobody ever said that. Nobody was just like, damn, Danny, this must be really, really hard for you. Like, give it to one of the Meachams. Those, those assholes didn't have any depth, you know? Like, <laughs> give somebody some depth uh, in that uh, show. Ugh. Yeah, I, you know, and I
1: wanted really them life. to have some depth, too. You know, the dad Meacham yeah. was was kind of the uh, the most uh, multifaceted, you know, more, yeah. most three-dimensional character uh, among the four of them.
0: Yeah. Did, did you guys enjoy the part when he came back to life? And he's like, kind of like stupid, and just walking through New York, and like, oh just, yeah,
2: that was. Oh, I love that part.
0: That part was hilarious. He like goes to the hot dog dude, and he's like, "What is that smell? Amazing!" <laughs> and the guy's like, "You never had a hot dog?" And he just like starts hacking up like like mud and dirt and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and like it was it was gross, but it was like one of my favorite parts. It was so funny because he was just like, oh, "I feel better now, thanks." Like, just walks away. Like
2: I, I like the stranger danger part. where he, it's like, is that your son?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, oh yeah. And like okay, and last thing and I think we can we can move on to, to something else here, but like um another thing that really bothered me. Okay, so like they kept making references and jokes to Danny Rand's iPod, right? That's a generation one iPod that he had. There's no way yeah. that shit is lasting for fifteen years, okay? Like
1: well, that's the magic of Kan Lan. Of course, it, it, yeah. you know, it makes your electronics stay pristine the, the entire and time they, you're there. They didn't have electrical outlets, so how the fuck
0: did he charge that? Was it just like, oh. Well, it's the magic of Kahn Lan. It's part of that place, you know? He was using his Qi. He was channeling his Qi into the iPod. Like, whoa. The, yeah, uh, to not only charge it, but how, to
1: sustain you know to its integrity. <laughs>
2: So he knew how to channel his chi to charge his iPod, but not how to save Colleen's life.
1: Exactly. Oh. He couldn't
0: recharge his Iron Fist fast enough, but he could charge that shit so he could listen to So Fresh and So Clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And then, okay, let me, let me defend the show for a second. Because a lot of people are like, the, the early 2000s rap soundtrack that they used was just kind of jarring and it didn't fit. First off, are you stupid? Like it, it fit perfectly. Because, oh, I never read that. Yeah, that's like funny. it was, and 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 I read it in that like douchey white person voice because that's the only people I can imagine saying that. Like the the early two thousands rap songs that were in there did did not seem to fit bullshit. They totally did fit because this that's what that kid knows. He doesn't know anything about Kanye. Kanye wasn't out yet, so like he's gonna be listening to Outkast. He's gonna be listening to Wu Tang. Well, first off, he's gonna listen to Wu Tang because he's from New York. Like it just makes sense, and like the fact that they're bashing, they they were. I I feel like because so many people were were trying to ship this, just like they were trying to ship um, Captain America needs a gay boyfriend, and we need to make yeah, we need to make Danny Rand Asian. Like I understand the concept behind it, okay, but he's always been white. Would it have been cool if they had made him like? Honestly, I would have been cool if he was like half Japanese. It would have been kind right, of a cool. Yeah, twist. yeah, some yeah.
1: sort of, yeah, that w- that would have been cool. But I mean, but really, you got to find the right actor. Yeah. But really before you find the right actor, you got to have a good script, motherfuckers.
0: Yeah. I I blame <laughs> I blame whoever wrote this shit. It
1: I'm didn't like, completely suck. Let's no. let's be clear. I enjoyed it. I did too. But, you know, Give us give us some more to go on. You know, there, there's a uh, there's a thing I read at one point, and this was not about TV or movies. This yeah. was about uh, this is about literature where where somebody was quoted as saying something to the effect that this is this is kind of a vague uh, reference here. But somebody says, um, you know, you don't want to give your your readership um, everything. You know, you got to make them work for it. You know, you can't if you're going to if you're going to give them everything, then, you know, then your readers are a bunch of assholes, you know, who are stupid. It, you know, you, you got to make them uh, think in order to have them appreciate your work. And and one might say that that's what they were trying to do here. Um, but honestly, I'm not giving them I, that, that I much. I feel credit.
0: like I feel like reading and television are mm-hmm. different, though. Because no. reading, reading, you have to create the picture in your head. Yeah. Um, whereas television, there are certain things that can be implied, okay, but a lot, some of it isn't. You know, when you have a brand new character that you've never seen, you kind of need to come out and have somebody have a have a come to Jesus meeting with Danny and be like, dude, what the fuck is your problem? And him maybe break down a little bit and being like, I've been training for these years to control myself, and I can't fucking do it. It's all flooding back to me. My parents' death. Like, I can't even. I have no identity. Like, all of my shit is gone. Like, there's no way to prove who I am. Yeah,
1: why couldn't he ever just say that?
0: Yeah, like, you have him yeah. say that, and he, and instead of him just, like, making faces and getting kind of snippy, and, like, just everything seemed to piss him off, but we never knew why.
2: Is, is, <laughs> it, is it because the way they wrote it? but Maybe it was because he was trying to s- display some sort of Iron Fist strength, like... I cannot admit that I, I have emotional problems. I, I must. I must admit that I am strong, or yeah. I won't be the Iron Fist.
0: I, I could. I mean, I can see that. That makes sense. And I. And I will say this though, if that's the case, then then you have Colleen say something to him. Then you have. Jerry Hogarth yeah. say something to him. You yeah, have yeah. Joy Meacham. You have Ward Meacham. Yeah. Well, wait, wait. Ward couldn't do that in this uh, series because his only job was to take drugs and be angry and and sneer at people. Yeah, so, Ward,
1: Ward was yeah. shitty. And, and yeah. if that was his character, then fine. Yeah. But you had enough characters that could have drawn that yeah. out and, and, and put that into dialogue and had I mean, Danny, as you say, well, like,
0: agree. I, that was another thing, too, is like, okay, now that I'm thinking about this— why was Joy Meacham a completely different character in the first half of the season and the second half of the season? In the first Rushing? half? Yeah, because she was, completely, yeah. she was completely interested in Danny. She loved Danny. She missed Danny. Fuck, she was the one that proved his identity with that uh, fingerprint on the, um, on the flower pot, right? But then after that, she just kind of gave yes. up. She just totally gave up. She totally punted. So much, so much so that towards the end of the series, she's trying to get him out of the way. She's trying to have him killed. She's working with Steel Serpent and Gao to try to kill Danny Rand because he ruined her life. Like it, it didn't make any friggin' sense at yeah. all. Now I will I, say, I this. felt like
2: the change. I Go. felt like the change has something to do with when she realized Daddy was still alive.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and and again though, why didn't she fucking say that? You know, like that that was that was an easy out. And I I do want to give this because we've we've trashed the shit out of Iron Fist. I want to give it. Two things really quick that I loved about it. I love martial arts movies. I absolutely love martial arts movies. In fact, I'm a huge Bruce Lee fan. When we get to episode six, first off, episode six is directed by the RZA from Wu-Tang Clan. That was <laughs> fucking awesome. And you Really? Could, yes. I had no idea. Yeah. Like, go back and look at it, and you'll see directed by RZA. And I was like, oh, shit, RZA's doing this. And I got all excited because, one, I know that if anybody knows their goddamn kung fu movies, it's the RZA. Cause he's gonna make this shit legit, and he did. And if you watch that episode, it's it, it's like it pays homage to Game of Death, the Bruce Lee movie where he like goes into that building and has to fight his way up the levels, and then he ends up fighting uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at the end. That was essentially the yeah. same thing. Like he had to do the same thing. That had the best choreography. That had the best like kung fu feel to it. But then also the episode where Danny goes to China to shut down that heroin factory, and he has to fight the drunken master. That shit was awesome.
2: That was yeah. awesome. That fight was I really
1: awesome. expected – and here's my problem with that. The drunken master, okay, he's a drunken master. But then you have a, then, then you have the Bride of Nine Spiders, who is herself a, uh, one of the immortal weapons, and she's easier than the drunken master? Yeah, fuck you.
0: That kind of didn't <laughs> make – it didn't make sense, yeah. <sighs> Go figure. All right. So hopefully – hopefully – what we could see with this is is we could see the defenders split off and we could see Iron Fist and Luke Cage heroes for hire. I would be totally awesome with that, with having cool ass Luke Cage teaching Danny Rand how to be cool. Like, just how like, to
1: not be a fucking punk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like you could, don't you, can't you just see it now? Like him, I, would,
1: I, would, I would love it. Him getting I all like it. shitty
0: and like, oh, I'm just, oh, I'm so angry and Luke Cage being like, bitch, be cool. <laughs> I and have
1: the and have the defenders have yeah. you know have more uh you know more defenders characters. Yeah. I mean like you know, have them cycle through additional yeah. Netflix characters as they go, you know, all these different street level and I hope they continue, you know, whether I mean Punisher, fuck Punisher, honestly. Really? I I I, I
0: like I, I liked him. I thought he was I,
1: good. Uh, I liked
0: Burnthal. Well, but like it was the first No, I mean movie. I like yeah.
1: Burnthal, but and I you know, and his Punisher was fine, but I didn't like I I I don't know. I I didn't think it was necessary. I mean, he
0: could have gotten his own series or his own season. Like you give him season three instead of cramming in uh, Electra and the Hand and King. Well, honestly, Hand I, I don't King.
1: I don't really want to see a, a Punisher Daredevil fucking you know team up or 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 fight more than a couple of episodes. You yeah. know, if they're gonna have a crossover, fine, but have you know have him be like the uh, you know half season bad guy? Nah, fuck you. I got gotcha. I gotcha, Yeah.
0: So have we have we put Iron Fist to bed? Uh,
1: uh okay, well let me let me tell you what my and cuz I didn't write anything. You wrote yeah. Watch read watch. Uh, uh com for Mike's full thing, but I never t- told you what what I was uh oh, you, sorry. What, what my complaint was.
0: Well shit, go ahead, man. Take the mic, um,
1: Mr. Kevin Goswan. Well, well first of all, uh, you know, I want to, you know, shout out to Chelsea, who, you know, is, uh, you know, is one of our best writers. And when she has a strong opinion, she might be right, even though I You know, it's you know how you can disagree with people who were who, who you know are right anyway. Chelsea yeah. is usually one of those people for me. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, I was like. You know she's like he has no personality why do i fucking care everybody else had a personality all the other four defenders characters had a personality we knew what they were all about by the end of the first episode and you know realistically far before then. but danny i didn't know what the fuck his, his deal was i you know it was a mystery and i described it back to her um uh, you know, she was saying something about, you know, I don't know, you know, what he thinks about anything. He's, you know, he's quiet and nobody, you know, there's, there's no indication as to what's going on in his head. And I said, well, maybe he's a uh, a reverse vampire where, you know, how vampires, you know, they you can't see them in a mirror. Well, maybe you can only understand Danny by his foils, by the people that are around him reflecting, you know, what he actually is and um Which makes sense yeah and if you you know particularly the at the uh the the beginning of that season you I, it, it's easy to say that Not by the end no but um at, at the beginning as he in the first few episodes that's the sort of thing that is that's it's a kind of a good explanation i think um Which you know, of course, Chelsea hated that, and for good reason. (laughs) For good reason, because that's kind of a bullshit uh, approach to a character. Um, But I I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed the mystery of who the fuck is this character? Nobody's telling me. He's not telling me. He just he's 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 a complete enigma. This guy, and I'm just I'm along for the ride. Um, Most people are just like fuck. This is so slow. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm I'm good. I'm enjoying this. Um, my problem with it and, and this is this is my actual point here. My my problem with this was that the um, Danny's um, martial arts were were inconsistent. Like his abilities, not just you know, his ability <laughs> amen. to teach. what?
2: Oh no, I'll say Amen.
1: Oh yeah. Oh his I they he said hey man. Yeah. Um his, <laughs> here, his here. Uh, I'll make it I'll make his, it
0: easier. There you go. You know, sometimes,
1: you know, there was, there would be like, oh, here's a couple of mid level guys, and oh, I'm having a hard time with them. And then, you know, he's fighting another immortal weapon, and uh, he's having a little bit harder time with her. Fuck no, that is stupid. I mean, she should have been, you know, both, both she and, and the crane and the, uh, the crane mother,
0: um, Gao, um, should have been the hardest people to fight. You know, Ben actually said something about this that made sense. He said part of the martial arts training that Danny would have gone through as a kung fu master is escalation of his skill. So if he goes against some, like, mid-level punks, he's not going to go in full bore and just, like, obliterate them. Like, he's going to kind of feel them out. And that's when – he, when he said that, I was like, all right, that makes a little bit of sense. I mean, is that the way they're doing this? But again, maybe he should say that, you know, part of my, you know, part of the way I do this is to feel my, like you could even have inner monologue, like do that whole bullet time (laughs) shit where they slow it down. And he's like, these guys aren't as experienced, so I'm not going to just kick them in the face once and shatter their necks. Like, right. We could
1: have a little Veronica Mars voiceover. I I, I just recently watched that show, by the way. Um, Anyway, I love her so much. She's I love her so much, man. So much um so anyway dax shepherd <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker <laughs> yeah. is the luckiest let's, man in the world
0: let's get uh kevin let's get jay's opinion because we didn't even ask him we have him on the show wait, yeah. wait i'm almost done almost done okay. almost done right.
1: okay
2: oh no i, w- I want to
1: finish hearing him so so we've got uh, you know so so we've got this thing but okay I, I talked with with troy the other night and this might may or may not have actually been on the the show and and t- troy said something very clear he's like you know, my, the problem with you know with a iron fist, or or the problem with American martial arts is is applicable to this, where you've got these guys who come in and they're a white belt and they get taught, and you know they get taught some taught some punches, and then they get taught some blocks, and he's like, the problem with American martial arts is these blocks. they're this is some sporting thing, whereas in a in a real um, in, in real Kung Fu, that, that, those, those motions aren't to block, those are to punch, those are to incapacitate. Uh, that's a, that's a counterattack um, to where when, when somebody goes and punches you, you're, that, that block isn't a block, you're punching their arm to where they can't punch you again. If they're kicking you, you're punching their leg to where they can't walk again. And 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 to where to where you can then bow and say okay this fight is over you cannot attack me again we're we're done, and and I, f- I feel like Danny Rand should have had that approach in, yeah. instead, and you know this feeling out this is not a sport this is this is his life, um, and so feeling somebody out uh, okay if if this is a sport maybe if this is sparring maybe but but feeling somebody out that you're you're actually in combat with fuck no you're gonna go and incapacitate them with as few moves as possible and that's what i want to see from motherfucking iron fist and that's where they went wrong yeah um
0: he did do that a couple of times though like with that and that fight in the lobby early on right he did that like those dudes just came at him, and he was just like nope 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 block block kick like and it was over like there was that was the end of the fight like he made those guys look like bitches the way it should. And Why didn't that were, continue? People were criticizing him for that. They were like, Well, these don't look realistic. Well, not every single security guard is gonna be like a master black belt in some martial art. <laughs> Sometimes it's just a big <laughs> it's just a big dude that they that you hope intimidates somebody and he never has to fight. Like it's it's bullshit. Like it's yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right, so Jay. Yes, sir. All right, what were your thoughts?
2: I liked the show I I mean I I give it out of five stars I would give it a three and I I feel horrible because I read Iron Fist as a kid but I I didn't really remember the storyline so I was really kind of just getting reintroduced the the issues I had were with uh, you know Danny Rand's fight scenes and I also had a very big problem with his uh seemingly being emotion- emotionally underdeveloped.
1: Yeah. Like
2: I, I I felt like this should have been like Shazam. Like I, like 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 he was a kid inside of a man's body. Agreed. Because he just couldn't he couldn't handle anything. People lying to him seemed to be such a foreign thing. Like like, life is just full of honesty and, and puppy dog tales, and, like, I, I couldn't get past that part.
1: But I took that overall, I took that as okay. I, I took that as acceptable and understandable under, given the, the situation.
2: Yeah, I mean, after hearing you guys talk about it, I, I definitely feel a little different about it, but as I'm watching <laughs> it, I was like, I cannot believe this dude cannot control his fucking emotions. Like, this shit is, like, driving me crazy. He's the iron fist. He shouldn't be fucking... On the other side of a of a wall from uh, Madame Gal fucking about to cry, just because he's hearing about the the heroin that's being sold from the dot. Like, it's I don't know. But overall, yep. I liked it. I'm looking very much looking forward to the next season and uh, the Defenders, and hopefully, they break off and do the uh, Heroes for Hire. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: I will say this in its defense, it was it was written poorly. And for it to be written that poorly and for me to still be able to finish the whole damn thing and give it three stars says that all you need is a competent writer. And this shit will be awesome. Like, <laughs> it's, it's that easy. But, like, I do I do want to say something, too, because like I saw – I haven't seen – I didn't see anybody describe him as this, but they were – this is the word that fits him best. And this is uh, via urbandictionary.com, and the word is trustafarian. Uh, trustafarian is defined as a privileged white kid who subscribes to the hippie lifestyle since they have no worries about money a job etc they can vote their devi- they can devote their lives to eating organic following fish and wearing dreadlocks no need for job interviews um but it's also described and this is what 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 killed me was a wealthy young person who adopts an alternative lifestyle incorporating elements from non-western cultures holy shit does that sound like danny rand oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know like well it- that's
1: a totally fair description and i don't blame them for for going in that direction because that that makes sense
0: that was that was my favorite caption that i did on my on my article though and the image of him at the press conference yeah he's talking to ward and joy and he's like "Hey, why does that reporter keep calling me a trustafarian like bob marley cool they think i'm bob marley sweet (laughs) like (laughs) oh man oh man (laughs) all right so do we have any other Iron Fist thoughts, or are we ready to move on to the uh, to the next topic?
1: I'm I'm day. ready to move on to talking about uh, Claire and how how I you know would like to invite Claire over with her claws.
0: <laughs> and um, wait, oh, what? No, no, no. Wow. We can talk about other things. Wait, Sorry, other topic, other topic, other topic. So let's do the awesome Batman transition and go into our next topic, which is going to be Star Wars. That, man, you hit that mark perfectly. So, Mike, so via the website screenrant.com, not advertising for them because they don't pay us, so fuck them. Um, <laughs> but they do. they have an article up right now, and the article says, Star Wars is Luke Skywalker the true chosen one. <gasps> oh shit. So, the whole theory behind this comes from the fact that in the uh, series that's going on right now on Disney XD, uh, Star Wars Rebels, the, they had their, fi- their finale recently. Um, the episode before the finale, though, and the episode was called Twin Sons, has the matchup that people have been waiting for, and this is the, f- the final battle between Darth Maul and Obi-Wan. Because if you remember, in episode one of the prequels, uh, Obi-Wan uh, sliced Darth Maul in half, um, finishing him off after he had killed qui-gon jinn well we all just thought well fuck it darth maul's dead oh it turns out that he's not because in the animated series that they've had on cartoon network and on disney darth maul's back and in fact he's a big part of the story well darth maul finally shows up on tatooine and as we all know um obi-wan's there protecting uh young luke making sure that that luke nothing ever happens to him so maul shows up and maul is just like He's like, why are you just chilling on this desert planet? Wait, you got to be here for a reason. And again, spoiler alerts. First off, if you care about spoilers, fuck you. I'm not going into that again. But like, (coughs) Maul shows up and Maul is like, all right, bro, you're here for a reason. Like, you're not just going to get old on a desert planet for no reason. Why the hell are you here? Oh, shit, you're protecting somebody. And that's enough to set Obi-Wan off. And Obi-Wan fucks him up so quickly, it's ridiculous. Like, Darth Maul was a badass in and, and Phantom Menace, and Obi-Wan was having none of that. Like, he ignites his little double-bladed saber, they spar for, like, ten seconds, and then Obi-Wan just guts him like a fish. Like, it's just over. And Maul, like, crumples to the ground, and Obi-Wan's holding him. Like, they have this, like, respectful moment. And he's like, he's like you're protecting the Chosen One, aren't you? And Obi-Wan's like, yeah. And he's just like... He says something else. I can't even remember exactly what it was. I think he says Neo? <laughs> that guy? <laughs> Jesus? Him? Um, but what ends up happening is, in typical internet fashion, the internet freaks out. And they're like, wait a minute, Luke Skywalker is the chosen one? Blah, 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 blah. Like, okay, it, possibly, maybe, okay? But like, let, let's, let's, I want to get your take on this too, because again, the internet now thinks that Luke Skywalker is the chosen one. And they're going back and forth. Like, is it Luke? Is it Anakin? Which one is the is the chosen one? Um, I wanna get before I give my opinion on this, I wanna get your guys' take on this. Is this is this even a possibility? Is this even something that we should be discussing, or is this so friggin' stupid that it's just not even worth our time?
1: Well, if it's worth your time, Mike, it's worth my time.
0: Uh-uh. Thanks, buddy. Let's start with our guest. Jay, what's your take on this? Do you think that this has any merit whatsoever, or is this just bullshit?
2: Honestly, as as a person that has seen every Star Wars movie, but I I, I consider myself a fan, but not a, really a fanatic. Okay, I think it's a cool rumor, you know, to to think because to me, when Anakin became Darth Vader, it it, it like really kind of blew me because like I, I I had such high hopes for him, I, even though I already knew how it was going to shake out. So having Luke be the chosen one, like. I'm I'm cool with that. Like it it would definitely take in another direction, and I'd kick back and just wait to see
1: what happens.
0: Okay, all right, uh, Kevin, what's your take on this?
1: Well, I mean, if you're talking about, see, here's my problem. Uh, well, I have a I, my my problem is many layered. Honestly, um, first midi chlorians, <laughs> then space STDs. Yeah, yeah, we know those guys. All right, um, all right. Here's the thing: Star Wars has some problems, like any religion. The Jedi um, has some serious contradictions, um, and it doesn't help its case. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, is oh, this person is is luke the chosen one is anakin the chosen one doesn't matter is there really a chosen one or people just making that shit up i'm gonna say c or whatever uh (laughs) people are just making that shit up and they're like oh chosen one he is i gotcha okay uh i you know i i think that that is more of an administrative thing they're like oh yeah at the moment this is our best bet but, you know, so he like, oh, the, the prophecy has default. been fulfilled. Yeah. yeah, fuck you. You <laughs> know what? And, unless you're going to go and base the whole fucking series on exactly that and have some fucking evidence saying,
0: oh, yeah, it is a prophecy. And, oh, yeah, that is a... No, otherwise, fuck you. Okay. All right. I mean, let me let me give you my take on this, because mine has a, a couple of different answers. Um, the first answer is, um, no, he's not the chosen one. Anakin is the chosen one. And the reason why is because George Lucas fucking said so. Um That would be my answer, Uh, initially. But here's the thing, is now that Disney owns everything Star Wars, and George Lucas has no say in anything that goes on, Disney can kind of do whatever they want. And for them to do this, this is fucking genius on their part. They're bringing this up right before another movie comes out, where a guy who's still alive who could possibly be the chosen one, is going to be a major part of this movie. They know exactly what they're doing. This is all part of their like master Disney strategy. They do this shit. This is what they do. This is why their shit is so well planned out. I guarantee you. I guarantee you they were like, drop some shit in that cartoon series that nobody watches. Just It'll, it'll freak out all the Star Wars fans out. It'll be awesome. Um, that That's my first theory, is that Disney has this, this master plan involved. And they might be doing this to kind of stick it to George Lucas. But here's the other thing, too. Is that chosen one thing? I don't think the chosen one exists because, as you said, with the religion thing, they've made this fit into their own mold whenever they need it to. In fact, there was a theory out there, and this is what I love. This theory too is that the reason why Mace Windu hated Anakin Skywalker so much was because Mace Windu thought he was the chosen one. And then when Anakin Skywalker showed up, yeah, I know, right? So then Anakin Skywalker shows up. Furious anger. (laughs) Furious anger. Which one of these lightsabers is mine? It's the one that says, bad motherfucker, running. <laughs> Um But, like, it's – fa- when he sees this punk-ass white kid show up, and he's, you know, the blonde, blonde-haired, blue-eyed white dude show up, and he's like, I'm the chosen one, wizard! He's like, oh, fuck that. Like, you could just – that's another theory, that he thought he was the chosen one. Like, it's <laughs> – it, it, all it takes when it comes to these sorts of things is somebody to believe it to be true.
1: I'd like to think that Sam Jackson would just be like, yeah, fuck off. All of you guys are just stupid.
0: <laughs> well, I'm the only one that has a purple <laughs> lightsaber. Come on. Like, why do I have the purple one? I mean, it's because I'd I'm like to think.
1: One. And I'd like to think that, that yeah. Yoda, when he says sh- stupid shit like that, is just being manipulative and is trying to, you know, do some manipulation.
2: Jedi, Jedi mind tricks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Basically, just kind of manipulating the situation by saying, oh, yeah. This motherfucker right here, he he's the chosen one because yeah. he is. And so what are you going to go against Yoda? Come on, I'm fucking 900 years old. What the fuck?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen me bounce around like a pinball? I'm awesome. Get off my balls. Yeah. Like it with Yoda, and, and I think this is something that a lot of people didn't notice about the prequels, is it's very subtle. It's not obviously stated. But the Jedi Council, they were kind of douchebags. And they basically used Anakin Skywalker. Like, they were like, oh, he's the chosen one? Uh, Sure, cool. Will that help us win some battles and win some wars? Yeah, fuck, let's do it. Like, there's another theory that what we're going to find out, and the reason why Luke kind of went off on his own in episode, like, between Return of the Jedi and Episode 7, was because he found out the true nature of the Jedi was all fucked up. He found out that Jedi weren't supposed to be like they were in the prequels, like they were in the, the Old Republic, that they were doing it wrong, basically. And that once he found this out, it was like crippling to him. He's like, oh, shit, we've been doing it wrong all these years. And that's part of what Kylo Ren, that's what turned him to the dark side. That's what turned Ben, uh, ben Solo into what he became because they were all confused. They were all like up as down, black as white, dogs and cats living together. Like it was just it fucked everything up. And that's that's the theory right now. I mean, we'll we'll fucking see in December. But like, yeah, I, I think honestly, like, I don't think it matters. I think I I like the story better when it's Anakin because I,
1: I, I would like in the end for it to be to, for for people to be like, surprise, we were just fucking, you know, this none none of that matters, and uh, you know, the the answer is somewhere in the middle.
0: Yeah, and I've I've said this before, way back, the first podcast that I ever recorded on my own, the GGR one, the one where we, re, re, we rewrote um, the prequels and, like into a, what we felt was a better story. I said right there, I said I hated the midichlorian concept because it basically says the Jedi are blue bloods. They're elitist. They're only the one yeah. percenters. And that's fucked up because that means only, only the certain people who have the magic STD can be Jedis. And it doesn't matter if you work hard. It doesn't matter if you focus. It doesn't matter if you train because if you're not the special magical, you know, chosen one guy, like the one that we found in the desert with the, you know, the blonde hair and the blue eyes, which I mean, by the way, like Aryan nation, n- nothing, nobody gets that. Like, come on. <laughs> that, that's crap too. <laughs> but like that that always pissed me off because as a kid, I'm watching Return of the Jedi. I'm watching Empire Strikes Back and like you see Luke Skywalker training and getting better and you're like, "Oh, cool." If I lived in a place where the Force existed, I could train it. I could become a Jedi, and then the prequels come along and be like, <laughs> "No, you can't, because you don't have the special ma- magical uh, thing in your blood." That's that's fucked up, man. And I think that that needs needs to change. And the only reason I like the Chosen One story is because it shows it, it. It gives you that redemption story with Anakin. Like, yeah, he is the Chosen One because he was supposed to do these great things. It didn't fucking happen, but in the end, he was redeemed by love. For, by the love of his children, and that's what ended. Mike, up- I, I, I yeah.
1: would like for you to know that the mitochondria in each cell in your body uh, that you got from your mother, yeah, um, they're you know they're 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 how you survive and and they power your existence.
0: Well, thank you. That's beautiful in a way. Thank you. I'm just saying we're we're, we're we're all Jedi in that way. Well, then how come I can't move shit with my mind, Kevin?
1: Because the so, supernatural okay. is fake.
0: Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> so do I automatically get the purple lightsaber on the show? Or
0: you get whatever lightsaber you build, sir. Bald and black, yeah, I think he gets the the the, bla- the purple lightsaber. There you go, Jay, that's for you. <laughs> <laughs> I This is for Mace. <laughs> I just overall I've always loved Star Wars and I I love the fact that we're getting a, a shit ton of it. We're getting cartoons, we're getting movies, we're getting everything and it's it's awesome. They're building a Star Wars land in Disney World and I'm yeah. gonna be there as soon as it opens. Like I'm just gonna like camp out like the week before it opens, like and just wait for that shit to be there. I'm so When is excited. it when does it open, do you remember? Uh two thousand eighteen. They haven't given a solid date yet, but I guarantee you I will know and uh there will be an <laughs> oh, Are you gonna go down
1: there for real? Uh yes. Are you going to save your family uh, you know Disney points or whatever to yes. to go down there
0: exactly then? Uh yes. Nice. Like I'm I'm going to be I mean I'd be there. I'm not one of those guys that has to be there opening day. But we will go right after it opens. And like my cousin Donnie who's just as big a Star Wars fan as me who lives in Florida, we're already like nerding out. We're like it's like we're 12 years old all over again. I'm like we're totally going together and he's like I know we totally are. I'm going to wear this shirt. Yeah, me too. Oh my god.
1: Like oh. it's <laughs> I should go. Just don't, they just they don't, don't have it at Disneyland, though, right?
0: Uh, no, they're gonna do it in Disneyland too. Uh,
1: when that one opens, I should go and call my cousin because he and I, yeah. uh, like the the week, not the very day, but the week that uh, Space Mountain opened. Yeah, uh, we went to that, and you know, this was of course in uh, eighty or something.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm just uh, I'm I'm stoked about this, and honestly, though, as much as I disagree with the whole like chosen one shit that they're that they're doing right now. I just love the fact that we're talking Star Wars all the time now. Like, there there are YouTube videos every single week of different fan theories, and while some of the people are pompous idiots, I still like watching them because it's just... You get to talk about it, and... I, it makes me feel because this is the first time that we're getting new stories in a sense. Like, yeah, we got new stories with the prequels, but those weren't really new because, like, when you know where it's going to end, you really can't do too much with it. Like,
1: we you, had we had new stories for a long time with Dark Horse comics and a bunch yeah. of uh, you know uh, and novels and shit, yeah, ex- expanded universe stuff, yeah. But uh, you know, all of that has been overwritten. Unfortunately, I wish they they have kept that around. I realized that you know the thing with Dark Horse and then Marvel. Uh oh. But still, I, I, I wish they would have kept that around and just kind of expanded on the expanded. But they, instead, they, they they went in another direction.
0: Well, you got to think, and, though, they kind of had to because – Did they? Yeah, because, okay, like the expanded universe basically said, hey, here's what happens after Return of the Jedi. And if they were going to make movies, then they would have to follow that. So by them saying uh, – Okay. Which, yeah. I mean, they, they didn't wipe it out. It still exists. Five. You can go out there and get it. But like now <laughs> yeah. they're calling it Legends instead of the expanded universe. So
1: Yeah. So, so I, my my question for you two is this: um, You know, you're talking about cartoons now. Uh, what do you call um, Clone Wars is over, yeah? But we but we've got uh, another cartoon. Um, are you watching that? Um, what's it called? Rebels. Rebels. Yeah. Are you watching Rebels? Yeah. Tell me about it.
0: Um, okay, so Rebels is essentially it's showing you a um, a piece of the Rebel Alliance instead of showing like this big nebulous group and if you watched rogue one they kind of showed this that the rebel alliance is not just one big group it's a shitload of little groups that have all kind of banded together and what we're seeing is we're seeing one cell of that rebel alliance we're seeing the crew um that you've that you've seen like ezra bridger and kanan like that's like your two uh, that's the jedi and the padawan uh that are working together I don't watch the show religiously. I watch a few episodes here and there when something looks badass. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. The finale of season two when um, Ahsoka comes back and fights Darth Vader. That was some of the coolest shit that I've ever seen. Like, because it was, like, the most emotional fight that I've seen out of the any of these cartoons. And, like, this cartoon isn't poorly done either. It's not kiddy. It's not cheesy. It's really pretty emotional and like they they really duked it out and like at one point ahsoka like nails vader in the face like knocks off a part of his mask and she's trying to call him out and she's just like you know i i thought i knew who you were but my former master could never have been th- this cruel and vader's like anakin skywalker was a punk ass bitch and i killed him and you're just like oh damn and she's just like well then i'll avenge his death and they go back and forth and like she chops off a part of his mask and then he turns to her and he says her name, Ahsoka. But you can hear half of Anakin's voice and half of Vader's voice, what? like mixed together. And you're just like, "Oh shit!" That's kind of like, cool. It was it was awesome. I'll send you the video, Jay. But like, I was gonna the, say, what episode is that? <laughs> yeah, I'll will send, send you the video because like they and they've done some really cool cuts too. Because that's the other thing I love is all these Star Wars fans are doing all this creative shit, and they took that scene and they like spliced it in with uh, cuts from the Star Wars Clone Wars series when he was training Ahsoka and like when she had to leave the Jedi order and like they splice it in to give that fight a little more punch to it. And like it, I mean, I'll admit it as a star Wars fan, it brought a tear to my eye. I was like, damn, this is some emotional shit.
1: So here's my question. What, yeah. um, so w- where, where does that plug in? I'm, I'm sure somebody's told me at some point, but I haven't started watching it yet.
0: It's like right after episode three. So Vader is still um, relatively new. I mean, it's like you're leading up to episode four. Okay. So it's it's before Rogue One, but not that far out. So we're, gotcha. we're getting in close. Because Luke, at this point, you see Luke in that Twin sons episode that I was telling you about where Obi-Wan uh, takes out Maul. Um, because, and Luke is running by. And Luke is like a kid at this point, may, maybe early teens. So we're oh, getting...
1: I, didn't, I, I didn't realize that was in Rebels. I thought that was in the other.
0: Oh, no, that's in Rebels, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, this just happened like two weeks ago. Oh wow. Like, I'll send you the video for that one too cuz it's some cool oh. shit. Like and they Please and they, do. And they even changed the style too, which is kind of cool cuz like in the Clone Wars and in uh the prequels, like all of the Jedi and all of the Sith are like these flippy around like crazy acrobatic. It's like very like I would say like Chinese martial arts movie where there's lots of aerial acrobatics and stuff like that. Like the wirefu stuff? Exactly. But with your original trilogy and now with what they're doing in Rebels, that's more like your samurai style movies. Because think about like that duel between Vader and Obi Wan on the Death Star—very like old school sam- samurai shit, right? Sure. That's the way he takes out Ma- Maul. Is it's like it's like a samurai move, and that's kind of how all of these fight scenes are. And it's you can see stylistically that they've changed it, and it's it's really kind of cool, especially from somebody who loves martial arts movies but also loves Star Wars too. Nice. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, I'm gonna have to check it's, it out. It's definitely I'm, worth. I'm intrigued. Out. Yeah, it's just like I don't have Disney XD, and I'm not paying extra for my cable provider because cable's bullshit. Like it's you know, like you <laughs> have to pay like eighty bucks just to have like two channels that you want, and you get like sixty other channels that you could give a fuck about. Like I don't need the golf channel. I'm good. I just want FX so I can watch um, Fargo when it comes out, and so I can watch Disney XD so my kid <laughs> can watch Phineas and Ferb. Like, is that so much to ask? Why can't we just do that?
2: You just need a jailbroken uh, uh, Fire Stick.
0: Well then we'll have to fix this. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I've got I've got the the Chromecast thing on my uh, on my on my TV in my bedroom, but I think I need to get one of these Fire Sticks then uh, we'll have to do some some work. Obviously, uh, Comics Online does not condone doing illegal things to get illegal uh, television. Oh, of course not. No, you're 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 fine. We would never condone anything like that. But theoretically. I thought this was a Greg Weisman thing, but he started on it, but he left it. Are you talking about uh, Rebels? yeah are you looking it up right now okay
1: yeah like he started on it but then he bailed like just as it started really yeah um so he's an executive producer on season one but i guess he i don't know must have left to go and and go back to uh uh teen titans or something or not or whatever the other one was called what's the other one
0: why are you talking about the cartoon on cartoon network
1: yeah, so anyway, he was then... on
0: Rebels and he left to go back to Teen Titans Go. Like the lamest. No, no, not that. No, on... Not the. Not, the, oh, not okay. that
1: one. The other one. What's the other one called? The 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 better Teen Group.
0: Um, crap. I know what you're talking about, and I can't remember yeah. what it's called. Anyway, that one. The one that we reviewed. Think... It's on Comics Online. God, we're. Horrible <laughs> no, <this>. we. we... <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> we we don't even... young Justice. Young Justice. There we go. Uh,
1: sorry, Greg Weissman, friend it. of the show. I'm sure he listens to this all the time. <laughs>
0: He's listening to us live right now.
1: It's just like, oh, with
0: a with a bag of popcorn. He's like, I can't wait till they. Oh, they mentioned my name. Oh, but they don't know what I'm working on. Oh, we just
3: lost
0: yeah. another listener. Like that's,
3: that's. We love you,
1: Greg Weisman, and everything you do. Seriously, everything you do turns to gold. And you were, you, you were, hosed when it came to uh, Star Brand and Nightmask because I love that book and I was yeah. ready to read it for a 100 issues
0: so i think that um as far as star wars is concerned we, we pretty much put that one to bed um i'm what's cool about this is this is the first time a star wars movie is coming out and we talked we've talked i've got to say this at least 50 times it's so cool to think that there's new shit coming out about star wars that we have no idea because like when the prequels came out like we were talking about we kind of know at some point we're like, all right, well, this Anakin Skywalker kid seems pretty cool. We might see him do some cool shit, but eventually he's getting in that suit. So there's not really that much mystery that's going to get involved here. We know that Padme ain't going to be around because we didn't see her in the in the original movies. We know who's not going to be around. <laughs> with this one, we have right. no clue. We have no clue what's going on. And, like, that's, that's really fucking awesome.
1: Yeah. That is kind of like the first Body. one where we're like, okay, we really don't know where we're going with this. Yeah.
2: How do, how do you how are they going to handle the the Carrie Fisher
0: death? From what I've heard, and and Kevin, you can back me up if you, if you've looked at, looked this up at all. She's yeah. still going to be in this movie. They have not yes. taken her out of Last Jedi. Um, I, I know that they had to do some reshoots, um, but I mean they are, and they said that they're not going to do any of that digital stuff that they did in Rogue One. So they are going to handle what she did appropriately, I think. Um,
1: they they have the rights to do that. She yeah. she sold them the rights and she was happy to do so. Um but it's not necessary for her to be in episode 9. So I guess we know that she's probably going to die in 8.
0: Damn. I wonder if that was planned already then. I don't know. I mean, I think that and they've said Disney has said that they pl- they want to pass this on to the next generation. That they don't want any of the old characters really being a main focus. So like your your main guys now are going to be like BB8's obviously your new R2D2 like he's the new adorable droid that everybody loves. Um and you're going to have Finn and Rey and Poe, Dameron be your main new badasses, which I mean it's it's the same setup as before. You know you got the hotshot pilot, you got the the awesome female and you've got the awesome female's love interest who is also a badass too. Like is it so much to ask, though, that, that Finn gets a lightsaber, too, and he becomes a Jedi? I just want to see that. Like, I would be so excited about seeing a, a black Jedi again. I, I would be
1: kind of just super giddy if in Episode Nine, like, right right at the end, you've got all three of them. in and, and one of them sucks at it. <laughs> I don't care who. <laughs> one of them really sucks at it
0: and is, like, the, the person who's
1: like, this is not – just give me a fucking blaster.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it'll probably end up being Poe, but, like... It, yeah. It, yeah. There's... And, and like, this, the, the comic books, like, that. that's why I'm so glad Disney has this now, is they, they have that strategy down as far as... Everything ties together. The comic book is going to lead to this, and the books are going to lead to this, and the com- cartoons are going to tease this, and then the movies are going to do this. Like, they know everything. Like, we went to the Disney store today uh, at Potomac Mills, and like, they, they already got their shit down. They're like, hey, look at all these new lightsabers we got. Huh? Huh? You want to get these? Because they're going to be in the movies. <laughs> like, you just, you know, they know exactly what they're doing, and it's, it's awesome. Like, I know some people are like, oh, Disney's a big evil corporation. Just stop trying to ruin everybody's fun, man. Like, this is going to be awesome. Quit, quit trying to fuck it up for the rest of us. So,
2: so Star Wars is going to be an infinite universe?
0: Pretty much, yeah. I mean, they've got, like, movies planned out for, like, what, like the next ten years or something like that? Do they? Yeah, they've got the next – they've got the uh, the solo <laughs> – no pun intended. Uh, uh, the solo, solo film? Yeah, the solo, solo film. They're going to do a Han Solo. Um, uh, One-off? One-off, yeah. And um, there was talk they were going to do a Boba Fett one. Oh, I'm sorry, Boba Fett. Um, Sigh. As I finally found out, that is actually how it's supposed to be correctly pronounced. Um, but anyways, yeah, they, they, they were talking about doing that. They're, they may not do that. Um, Obi-Wan, was, there was talk that he was going to get his own too. However, they're waiting until they're done with the current trilogy because it's a possibility that he might have something to do with that. So they don't want to fuck up continuity with that. So. I mean, like, who else could we get a solo? show? I mean, who would you want to see a solo story from?
1: Um, honestly, just I, I would just like to see some brand new characters. Okay. I um, would... you know, and and have my my total dream of uh, of a Star Wars um, show or or movie series, you know, single movie or a movie series would be something like. Do you remember the? Uh, I don't know if it was comics or yeah, I think it was comics where there was like the uh the 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 two stormtroopers that sucked at being stormtroopers.
0: Yes, and, yeah, I do. Yeah.
1: And they, you know, and 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 they were there throughout the entire uh trilogy. Um yeah, you, you know, of... they were just kind of in the background type of thing.
0: Yeah, and their their perspective on it, yeah, they kind of like that other side of things, yeah. Um, right. I, always, I like. That. I would like to yeah. see,
1: not necessarily that, because that's that's been done, but I would like to see something that intersects with the existing canon <laughs> and uh, you know, it doesn't have to be oh, here's what happens in the future, or here's what happens in the past. Yep. I would like to see something that intersects, you know, maybe more than once, or maybe just once.
0: I ever since I was a little kid, Luke Skywalker was always my favorite. Like, he was my jam. Like, he was the character I cared about the most. I really wanted to see him do I – want, I want to see what happened between Return of the Jedi and uh, uh, Episode Seven. And granted, we may get to see that. We may get to see it through flashbacks. But I, I, I kind of wanted to see, see that. I mean, it may be bullshit. And it may be boring. Maybe there's not going to be any reason to see that. But um, I've always been – I mean, I like the other stuff that goes on in the Star Wars universe. But I've always liked the Jedi shit. And I kind of
1: feel like that would be a great book series, but yeah. I, I, don't, I don't need a movie about it. I
0: got you. Okay. Let
1: me but, go. I mean, you know, it's not like I would turn it down either, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not seeing this out of principle. Fuck this. Yeah.
0: Jay, who's always been your favorite Star Wars character that you would wait, like to see? Wait, are show? we talking
1: about Justice League now? No. no, no. Oh, I'm not nice. seeing that out of principle, because fuck you, Zack Snyder. Oh. <laughs>
0: Jay, Sorry, go ahead, Jay. Yeah. So, <laughs> way to go, We're totally gonna shit all me. over there, yeah.
2: Thanks. <laughs> um, Yoda was probably always my favorite.
0: Okay, yeah, I like I,
2: I, really dug the way he talked, and the, and the fact that he was badass, but despite being like a foot tall, and uh, and the fact that you know Luke had to go to him to you know learn how to be a Jedi. I, I was I was sold on on him from the beginning.
0: I've always like and if you haven't picked it up before, um, and I, and I talked about this in our uh, year end review for 2016. One of the best comic book series that they've done for Star Wars was a one off on Lando, and that was like a fucking amazing series.
1: I thought that was like a three issue.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it was like it was like more than that. It was like six or seven, but it was it was like just a okay. one story arc kind of thing. Um, I I kind of want to see him come back. I would like to see some Billy Dee Williams, and also Donald Glover is going to be him in the Han Solo movie. Like he, the young young Lando is Donald Glover, and that's fucking awesome.
2: I, I'm excited about that. I'm a big uh, Donald Glover fan.
0: Yeah, I'm. I am too, and I, and I I think that he's he was a good choice for that role
2: uh, for sure. And I do and I do like Lando. Lando would be second on my list.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, w- I really would Now, if you want to talk about character to go back to, yeah, I would totally like to see Lando. And uh Yeah. Yeah, I'm into it. Well, I in- want to see um what's his name? Uh uh Oh god, what's his name? Billy- Donald Glover. Oh, yeah. Donald Glover is <laughs> yeah. Lando. Everybody else fuck off.
0: <laughs> I think um are you-, are you with me, Jay?
2: I I'm with you 100%.
0: Who else could he? Have, who else could have been? It doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's Donald Glover. That's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who else it, it could have been. It
2: just fit too perfectly. I when when they announced it, when they yeah. announced that it was going to be him, I I actually tried to think of somebody else that it could be, and I couldn't think of anybody. I tried really hard, but I
1: just I just couldn't come. Wait, up with Wait, they Jesus. actually announced that it would. I must have heard that. Oh, no, it's definitely I,
0: Donald Glover. There is nobody else. It is Donald Glover for sure. No,
1: I mean, is is he going to be in the 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 Han Solo? Yeah.
0: Solo. The Han Solo solo. <laughs> he is? That's
1: yes. Cool. Yeah. All right, man,
0: I must have read it. I, I couldn't have just made that up on my own. No, we're, right. just, we're fan casting it, and, and anybody who says anything otherwise is wrong, so. Yeah, I came up with
1: that. Also, I came up with Patrick Stewart as Professor Xavier back in 1988. You're welcome. You're welcome. I, and I mean, I
2: was on board with, you know, completely off topic. I was on board with uh, Donald Glover playing Spider-Man too,
0: but. That would have been cool. Like, I mean, just as Peter Parker or as uh, Miles Morales, as Miles. That would yeah, be cool Yeah,
1: I, w- I would like to see him as Miles, but he's a he's a bit he's a bit old for a Miles. But I would I would still be into it.
2: Yeah, give Give him a, a clean shave. You know he could he could pass for, uh, for a, a slightly teenager. older Miles.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, and like I mean, look at it. They they had um. Andrew Garfield is like like fifty six or something like that when he was playing Peter Parker. <laughs> I mean, like when I, I was watching that, and I'm like, oh, he's a pretty good twenty year old. And I looked him up, and he's like, he's thirty five. Jesus Christ! Like, really? Yeah, he was he was like as old Holy as me crap. when I was watching that. Movie. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's like yeah, he's like thirty five or something like that. I'm making that up, of course, but. <laughs>
0: just making shit up. Well, I think we've we've covered everything that we need to cover here, Kevin. I think this would be our chance um, to go through and talk about our upcoming things uh yes exactly but one of the things that i wanted to do i didn't get a chance to do um before i wanted to go back and do a quick um revision or i guess is that what they call it or is it an editorial when you go back and you fix something you messed up on the prior episode
1: uh that would be a uh
0: retraction i guess is that what it is yeah retraction there you go okay so in the prior episode that we had on comics online pirate radio when we were talking about um, mu- musicians that are dickheads Um, I was talking about uh, the band Live and their lead singer, Ed Kowalczyk. And I said that he was a dickhead over the rights of their music. Um, I had read the story, but I didn't remember exactly what it was. And I was like, oh, of course, lead singers are always dickheads. So I need to make this retraction. It turns out that Ed Kowalczyk was not a butthole. It turns out that it was the rest of Live that was a butthole. Because the original contract was he wrote all the lyrics and he got permission to use them whenever, right? Well, later on, like 10, 15 years after they had signed an initial contract... The rest of the band got wise for whatever reason and was like, oh, shit, well, we need to uh, make sure our uh, future is secure. And they went back and tried to change the contract. And he was like, no, that's not happening. This was a contract we agreed on when we first started. And they were like, well, fuck you, Ed. And Ed was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not doing this. And he completely bailed and refused to talk shit about them. And, like, they blasted him. Like, they went on their, on the live website, which was, this is, like, early 2000s. So this was big shit. This is, like, one of, like, seven websites that existed and they ripped they ripped him a new one they went on rolling stone and ripped him a new one and he just refused to talk about them at all like rolling stone was like what do you have to say about this he's like i used to be in the band called live and that's all i'm gonna say and like, well and,
1: and then he 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 abridged that later yeah. he he amended that and he said i alone love you i alone <laughs> tempt you
0: well done all
1: right. <laughs> fear is not the end of this mike
0: well done well done. All right. So I just wanted to make sure that I, I put that retraction out there because it turns out that he's not the butthole. The rest of the band was the butthole. So, Ugh. You're,
1: you're a stand-up guy, Mike.
0: I I, tr- I try. I try. But um, I think it's –
1: Mike's a stand-up guy, but I'm the one with the jokes.
0: Hey, all right. Two in a row. All right. Try the veal. It's delicious. Hey, it's the weekend. It's the weekend. You know what that means, Mike. Right. It's time for us to wrap this puppy up
1: wrap this puppy up hey always as always listen uh, listen to comics online podcast comics online pirate radio check out our youtube at uh geek pop culture network is the is the current channel of course you look at comics online you're like oh look at all this comics online stuff yeah that's our old stuff and by all means watch that too because it's great but um it's old, you know. That's not, that's not the that's not the new content, and and we'll be at all the conventions oh, uh, that goodness. matter to us personally <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> that we arrive at. <laughs> uh, we'll be the next one is going to be uh, WonderCon here this weekend. We're going to be a WonderCon oh, in Oh shit, Anaheim. Back at Anaheim again. It's not it's uh it's not at L A Convention Center anymore. It's in Anaheim. That's pretty uh, exciting. Yeah, Matt Sernacker is going to be there and at least a couple other of our our folks are going to be there. It's going to be good times. And so check out uh, our interviews. We're going to be interviewing with uh, at least DC Animated. I know Matt told me a bunch of other people but I don't remember right now. Um, Anyway, we're going to have a good time there and we we hope that you will say hello if you see uh, Comics Online uh, lanyard or t-shirt. That's us. Um, But uh, also... Uh, be sure to follow us on uh, on Twitter and like us on Facebook and and uh, the, you know every, you know everywhere everywhere. If if, if there is a social media, just look for comics online and that's us. And and also uh, let us know again, uh, uh, Jay, what your what your social media is.
0: Plug your shit, Jay. Uh,
1: plug my shit. Yeah. Uh, my my Twitter is uh,
2: Big Papa Five Seven One. Um, you can also find my podcast on Twitter at Barbershop Talk, the number five. Uh, we're on Facebook, SoundCloud, IG, uh, just about everywhere you can Snapchat. We're 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 all over. Just look up, search Barbershop Talk, and, and you'll find us.
0: Yeah, definitely. Big thanks to you, Jay. You came in in the crunch uh, for us because uh, Steve Monick was unable to uh, join us tonight and I'm going to blow up his shit he couldn't join us tonight because he had to dog sit so (laughs) (laughs) that trombone Steve go on dog sitting
1: alright hey uh, next week we're going to have uh, a a new episode on the uh, on the flashback comics Uh, we're going to have a video episode and then uh, two weeks from now we will have another uh, audio episode with Troy David and, and, and Mark Lutz nice um but, uh, yeah, we've, we've got a lot of fun stuff coming up. We've got, uh, you know, news, reviews, and interviews of everything geek pop culture. Wait so a second. For... isn't
0: is Isn't there a reason why you should check out Comics Online? I'm pretty sure that there was a guy with a really ballsy voice that told us. Uh, hang on one second. Let me check Hey, this. John St. John.
1: For everything geek pop culture, this is Comics Online,
0: baby. <laughs> That's right.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have John St. John back on again soon. Maybe next week, week after, within the next you know three or four weeks, we'll we'll definitely have him back on because uh, oh, so. you know we, we can't do without John. He's the best. He
0: is pretty um,
1: bitches.
0: Yeah, What <laughs> when he calls so, us bitches, I don't even care. <laughs> I well, it's fine. I mean,
1: you know, it's it's a it's a compliment coming from him. <laughs> uh, so for Jay and Mike and for everything geek pop culture. I'm Kevin Goswan, and this is Comics Online. Bitches.
0: One more time for good measure. Yeah. Let's do that disclaimer thing that we like to do. (laughs) Yeah, Mike, you got that disclaimer? I do. Disclaimer. The opinions expressed in this podcast may not represent those of Comics Online, any participants, or any employers, past, present, or future. If you would have thought otherwise without hearing this disclaimer, maybe you're not ready for this whole internet thing. Much less uh, watching Iron Fist and not getting um, ridiculously angry at it. Or maybe you're instead one of our smart and sexy fans who appreciates foul language, enjoying all the Star Wars banters going on all over the internet, biting sarcasm, and everything geek pop culture. If you have comments or questions for the Comics Online podcasters, post on our Facebook page, tweet us on Twitter, or email us at podcast at comicsonline.com. All original material in this podcast, copyright Comics Online 2017. Mike Lunsford, balls of steel. Goddamn. Yeah. Button. Seriously, stop Stop listening. The show's <laughs> over. It's done. Go on. See home. you next time.
3: Bye, guys. We love you. From leaping to our builders, to going off like gamma bombs. Switch your internet browser to comicsonline.com.